Greetings to all the learners. I am Faculty of Science in SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today we will be dealing with organic chemistry in class 11th. So a very important topic in organic chemistry that is some basic principles and techniques will be discussed today in the podcast. Dear Asanians, today the subtopic that we will be dealing in today's podcast is Methods of Purification of Organic Compounds We all know what is the requirement of purification of organic compound. A very simple answer to this is in order to remove the impurities. Now, once an organic compound is extracted from a natural source or synthesized in the laboratory, it is very essential to purify it. Various methods are deployed in order to purify the organic substances. The most common techniques used for purification are sublimation, crystallization, distillation, differential extraction and chromatography. Now, finally, the purity of the compound is ascertained by determining its melting or boiling point. Let me tell you Asanians, the compounds which are highly pure in nature are having fixed melting and boiling point. But the compounds which are impure cannot have fixed melting and boiling point. They can melt or boil at any temperature. So in order to look at the properties of the compound, it is very important to purify them. Now let us understand what are the different principles in order to understand the purification techniques. So let us first understand what is sublimation. We have seen that on heating some solid substances changes from solid to vapor state. Do you remember some of the substances in day-to-day -day life? Yes, we can consider naphthalene balls. We must have seen naphthalene balls are kept in the cupboards by our mother. But have you ever seen the naphthalene ball being liquefied? No, they slowly and gradually become small and then disappear. So this process of solid directly converting into the vapor is called as sublimation. Or in other words, the purification technique which is based upon this principle is called as sublimation. Now let us discuss what is crystallization. This is one of the most commonly used technique for the purification of solid organic compounds. It is based on the difference in the solubilities of the compound and the impurities in a suitable solvent. The impure compound is dissolved in a solvent in which it is sparingly soluble. Sparingly means which is not completely soluble, but appreciably soluble at higher temperature. We can do a simple activity in order to understand crystallization. Dear Asanians, you can take a cup of water and dissolve sugar in it. But when you heat the water, you see that more amount of sugar can be dissolved in it gradually. Slowly and gradually, there would be a time when no more sugar can be dissolved in this hot water. So this is how on cooling we can obtain crystals. The solution is concentrated to get a nearly saturated solution. Earlier when we were keep on adding sugar in the water, it was in the unsaturated form. Now on cooling, the solution or the pure compound crystallizes out and is removed by filtration.
the filtrate or the mother liquor contains impurities and the small quantity of the compound if the compound is highly soluble in one solvent and very little soluble in another solvent crystallization can be satisfactorily carried out in a mixture of these solvents impurities which impart color to the solution are removed by adsorbing over activated charcoal activated charcoal has got pores on its surface because of which it adsorbs all the impurities dear asanians activated charcoal is also called as universal adsorbent and for your knowledge it's a very important compound in case of poisoning cases now let us understand what is distillation this important method is used to separate volatile liquids from non volatile impurities and the liquids having sufficient differences in their boiling point liquids having different boiling points vaporize at different temperatures the vapors are cooled and the liquids so formed are collected separately chloroform which is also anesthetic has a boiling point of about 334 kelvin and aniline has a boiling point of about 457 kelvin are easily separated by the technique of distillation here you saw that both these compounds are having a large difference in their boiling point so whenever a large difference in the boiling point is there between the two liquids to be separated we can easily use distillation method the liquid mixture is taken in a round bottom flask and is heated carefully on boiling the vapors of lower boiling component are formed first the vapors are condensed by using a condenser and the liquid is collected in the receiver the vapors of higher boiling component from later and the liquid can be collected separately so this is the underlying principle of distillation now let us see a case when the two liquids to be separated are having a very very short range difference in their boiling point in this case a special technique which is similar to distillation is being used and this is called as fractional distillation if the difference in the boiling point of two liquids is not much simple distillation cannot be used to separate them here the vapors of such liquids are formed within the same temperature range and are condensed simultaneously the technique of fractional distillation is used in such cases in this technique vapor of a liquid mixture are passed through a fractionating column before condensation the fractionating column is fitted over the mouth of the round bottom flask now can we think of any such compounds which are separated by fractional distillation we can think of petrol or diesel these two compounds are having a small difference in their boiling point hence we can easily use fractional distillation for their separation now let us think of the vapors of the liquid with higher boiling point condense before the vapors of the liquid with lower boiling point the vapors rising up in the fractionating column become richer in more volatile component this is very obvious the substance which is having a lower boiling point will evaporate first as compared to the other substance now fractionating columns are available in various sizes and designs now let us see 
A fractionating column also provides many surfaces for heat exchange between the ascending vapors and the descending condensed liquid. Because the fractionating column increases the distance between the two components to be separated. So the component which is having a lower melting and boiling point will evaporate first as compared to the substance which is having a higher boiling point. So by using this technique we can separate the two compounds which are having a very less difference in their boiling point. This same technique is being used in order to avoid the rush among the people by causing or by creating fractions among them. So this is the method being used I have seen in the hospitals or in the public places especially temples where barricades are being used to separate the people. It is also based upon the same method as fractional distillation. So dear Asanians, I hope you would definitely like this podcast which is based upon separation of components. Please go through the podcast in order to make your concept more strong and rigid. So till then, God bless you and keep shining.